Bug one. Pete, are you angry? What's that? You're all right. You're no, right. I'm all right. No, I'm really tired. I ran. Yeah, I am <laughs> tired. <laughs> all right, excellent. Let's get into this. I'm Ian. No, sorry, that's not even the start of it, is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is sort of, yeah. Hi, I'm Ian. He's Ollie. Hi. We're both guys. We're both chatting about motivational films. It's the Guys on Film podcast. Hey, let's keep our spirits up. Motivate. Including Peter Cater, live and direct from Stockholm again. Hi. Mr. Mr. Motive Cater. <laughs> Motive... Uh... Niner? Excellent. Yeah. No? A, no. A pre-prepared joke to kick us yeah. off. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, would you mind just telling us about a beautiful chicken meal? Uh, beautiful chicken meal. That's a beautiful chicken meal. Okay, I think I'm, I'm calibrated. I certainly. haven't had one, actually, recently. Really? I haven't had, even had a chicken meal, yeah, let alone a beautiful one. Oh, right, so, okay. um, I mean, I don't want to confuse the viewers. Uh, it's still me. But yeah, just because we're seeing one another on um, Hangouts doesn't mean that there are viewers, <laughs> <laughs> or, or even or even listeners for that matter. Yeah. I, I think I think we can agree they're they're audio viewers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you'd cer- you'd certainly agree with yourself. Well, that would okay, be that sure. would be the Russians that are viewing the audio imprint of the uh, well, yeah. of the notes that I've got, so they already know what I'm about to say. That's w- that's why I never prepare or write anything down. I took a humorous video this week and put it on Twitter of a CCTV camera that was spinning round and round and round and round and round. Um, looked like it had been hacked by the Russians. If you want that type of thing, then you can follow me at Ultramagic. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds very um, good. Sure. Probably, probably wouldn't bother. Yeah. So, this week, we're covering motivation, aren't we, Ollie? Yeah, that's right. Tell us some more. Well, on the 16th of January, it was Blue Monday. Um and Blue Monday is the most depressing day of the year for, well, supposedly people in Britain. I guess it's because it's post-Christmas, uh, it's midway through the month, we've ran out of paycheck. We're living on beans under toast. and we and, and, <laughs> Plus a prayer. Uh, prayers on toast, yeah. So we, we now basically need <laughs> a little pick-me-up. So we're just going to be discussing some of the films that you may want to watch and maybe one or two that you may want to avoid to get your life score from a... Three out of ten, all the way up to a solid. Okay, so uh, Seggy One, Seggy One, Seggy Seggy One is going to be uh, a concept that I think either you or Pete came up Pete. with. It was Pete. Elevator pitch. Yeah. Ah, sure. So each of us are going to pitch an idea <laughs> about a motivational film. Uh, that's going to be Seggy One. And then the deep dive this week is going to be going into all those motivational movies that we think are going to pick people up at their lowest end. Yeah, that's right. Or films to commission if you're um, in the industry for Seggy One. Okay, so who would like to elevate us with their pitch? Well, I think I think um, maybe seeing as it was Pete's idea, uh, <laughs> maybe he'd like to go. He'd like to go first. I was just thinking that actually, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, so how are we? Gonna... So, so the the brief here is that this needs to be a one minute pitch for a movie that will be motivational. So let's just let's yeah. just put this in a context. You're about to get into a lift in 
uh, big corp film studio elevator and you're going from ground floor all the way up to the top inside the elevator are two execs already and you've got one minute to impress there's two execs already the better the pitch the more they'll multiply yeah (laughs) the more people they'll pick up on the different floors yeah hey get in here you want to listen to the rest of this yeah Um, it's great uh, so far yeah but I did I did also think that it could work in any lift with anyone really yeah, <laughs> you, you know, you you just you don't know who's an executive when you get into a lift or not, do you? So just get get the idea out there. Just try so, the janitor. Absolutely right. So I've got I've got one minute on my phone as okay. a timer. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. We're uh, gonna, remain... gonna independently adjudicate that. Well, I... <laughs> do you think I'd be giving myself more or less time, Ian? I, I think probably you'd be pretending that it had been a minute when it had actually been about 13 seconds. Well, and also, yeah. Pete is yeah. chronically tired. Um, so yeah. uh, I don't think it's... he will be wasting any seconds. There's no okay. no seconds to be wasted here. And right. we have to remain completely silent. No sure. buttons, just questions at the end. Yes, right. Okay. So I, I may even take notes. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm ready. And Go. go. Hi guys, uh, got a bit of a film to pitch to you while you're in the elevator. <laughs> Listen, do you like cats? I'm sure you do, everybody does. The furry little friends. But they have a journey as well, don't they? They have a story. Yeah. Uh, and I want to tell the story of that story of the cat. Okay. okay? Individual cat, born on the streets, take it, <laughs> taken in uh, under the wing of a ne'er-do-well, stubs fags out on it. Feeds it tins of boot polish. And it always looks out the window and dreams of, of getting by, but it's, uh, it's manky, it's mangy, um, and there's not a lot it can do. One day, someone spots it through the window. <sighs> the window's slightly ajar, reaches through, grabs the cat, makes the life better. My God, it's not matted fur anymore. Boom, there's your blockbuster. What do you think? Question. What's it called? Well, well you have to come up with a title as well. Yeah. Do you have to come? Maybe not. That was my question. Oh, right, okay. So I I just figured that we'd work through that. I'd I'd probably call it Away in a Manger. Like mange, because the cat's got... I I probably wouldn't, because I'm the other exec. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so my my first question is that it sounds like a good portion of the film is going to be really brutal. Yeah. And it's going to be quite grim, quite grey. The cat's going to be going through what some may consider torture... What percentage of torture, the... Torture slash cruelty, yeah. Yeah, torture slash cruelty. Um, have you got any ways to lighten that up, one? And two, how long... Uh, what sort of percentage of the film is this torture slash cruelty going to be going on for? So let me answer the torture cruelty one first. I'm not going to explicitly show that. I'm just going to show, you know, someone uh, from a shot of the face, someone putting a cigarette out, the fluff coming up and, and, a, and a meowing, you know, or a, a screeching <laughs> okay. meow. Yeah. But I won't... And then I'll show the monkey cat afterwards. But I won't actually show the cat being burnt. And how I'm going to keep it light uh, and add levity to it? Simple. I'm going to use a ginger cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A three-legged cat. Have you considered that? No, to be honest with you. It's a bit of a okay. niche market. Ollie, that's more for that the fetish market. Three-legged cats have probably got enough problems as it is. Without. So would you say with that idea, Pete, you're not... 
feline it. <laughs> I'm not feeling. Also, uh, the idea of the, the the good feel and redemption is the fact that it's a man- manky cat that gets better. It's never going <laughs> to grow its leg back, is it? Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't matter how nice you are to it. <laughs> yeah. But maybe so. it could come to terms with its three-leggedness. Yeah, like my cat has it. It doesn't care. Has it? Yeah, oh yeah, does yeah. It, it, it does not. It falls is. off things though, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. As, <laughs> as can be heard um, in about a podcast, about four podcasts previous. More. Yeah. More. Mm. More. More. Yeah. One final question. Do the cats, do the cats talk? Um, no. No, they don't. So the, uh, the, the cat is the antagonist. The, the prime antagonist. However, it's all the people around the cat that talk. It's not a fairy tale, Ian. This is real life. So you're meant realistic. to be able to connect. You're meant to be able to connect. So we're meant to root for the antagonist? Yeah. That's yeah. strange. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like a Rob, zo- a Rob Zombie <laughs> film, Ian. Oh, excellent. You're a favourite. Oh. Okay. Well, look, that's the pitch. Okay. What do you think? Okay, going to level with you. Um... You know, feel I feel it may be a little bit too downbeat, especially after Blue Monday. You know, I'd like, maybe if we can if we can keep the being trapped in a, a a cigarette fagbut house for maybe only the first five or six minutes of the film, then you know maybe we could maybe we can work with something what? there. What all of the rest of it is feel good. Yeah, all of the rest is you know. Let's make people feel really terrible in the first five minutes. So we've got a lot of work to do for the remaining 85 okay, so Reme- And I did say remain ding as well, by the way. So, so what I'm hearing is that it's a yes, but we just need to talk detail. We need to talk ratio. <laughs> Pete, you're certainly not getting paid. You'll just change the runtime. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's shake on that then. I'll, yeah, I'll go with that. A verbal shake. <laughs> I, I, since he's picked it up, An audio I'm shake. going to opt out. I thought I thought you had to get a consensus. Aren't you execs for the same company? I'm a dogman. <laughs> He's a dogman. <laughs> What's that mean? Um, What's that mean? Is that a fun um, term? I'm more pedigree chum than Sheba. <laughs> sure. I think that exp- I think that explains itself. Is it? Is there right. any room for a, a prequel or a pre-make? There's probably pri- room. There's for certainly a, a pre-make. <laughs> there's probably de- there's probably room for a pre-make. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Got to be. Okay. So I think I think that's good enough to go ahead. You've got one exec. He's going to look after it. Yeah. He'll secure the money from the company. The cat's going to be ginger, for God's sake. People are going to eat it up. Yeah. There, there, there was quite a cynical part of me that when I was thinking of this, I thought, Ollie loves cats, doesn't he? Yeah. Let's, At let's... least, Ollie will... If you are friends with um, or follow any of Ollie's uh, uh, internet output, you'll note that it is very cat-based. Mainly uh, cats. And... And I think that is his Achilles heel. So yeah. that I'm, I'm pretty much just going to strike at that Achilles heel week on week. Okay, well, on that note, why don't you tell us what your motivational movie is then, Ollie? Okay, so we're, we're back down... Have we got the, time? Uh, yeah, we're back down at the ground floor. Okay, Pete's timing. Okay. okay. You're all in the lift. Three, two, one, go. Whoa, whoa, stop the lift, let me get in. Oh, hi guys. <laughs> Funny seeing you here. Oh, do you mind if I uh, just tell you about a, a film idea? I've, I've got the I've got the script just here. I, I can just read you off the uh, the notes here. So, do you like films like Rocky, Kez, Warrior, all those sort of no. things? Well, well, other people do. Has there ever been a motivational sports downbeat drama movie about darts? No, there hasn't. 
but mine <coughs> is. So this one follows um, a high-profile darts player in his final trilogy match against his main rival. But on the eve of this match, which has been hyped beyond all recognition, he has a freak, he has a freak accident coupling a caravan with a car and crushes his main fingers. <laughs> so match gets called off and then he basically... That's your minute. That's your minute. I think you know where it's going to go. But well, the no, fil- no. well, the film was called Lefty. <laughs> it's good. So the, fil- so the film's called Lefty. So Hugh, Hugh Jackman trains him with Huge, uh, his Hugh Jackson. left hand. Yeah, Hugh Jackson tra- trains him with his left hand. He's fallen on, on bad times. Um, mm. He can't pay the bills. The only thing he knows is darts. Uh, do you, do, is, it, is this by uh, any... Uh, is this reminiscent to anyone of um, a, a darts kingpin? With Woody Harrelson. It's a little bit like Eddie the Eagle as well. Well, I've not seen that. But I did think... Yeah, Kingpin. Mm. So I did... did And it was was a weird accident, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they shoved it in the bowling hole. Yeah. Yeah. And the ball came back up. Yeah, so I did actually Mm. think that moments before uh, committing this all to memory. But it may be... But hey... I just so it was just his fingers. It wasn't his whole hand. Listen, does uh, Hugh Jackson have a beer belly for this? Yeah, I guess. Okay. okay. Does he wear the same T-shirt all the way through? Yeah, from Primark, uh, like Han Solo, in from the like uh, five for three pound section. <laughs> <laughs> will it be funny? It will have that kind of uh, Shane Meadows esque grim humour where everyone's a little bit really? fed up, but they're making the most right. of it. Just say no, then. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, so yeah. at the end, does um, does Lefty have his um, satin shirts re-embroidered with the nickname Lefty? Yeah, excellent. But he, excellent. I mean, I would say it's one of those films where he doesn't win. However, he does win the respect of the audience after his main rival is caught uh, dipping something into his beer um, as some kind of you know prank. But it gets televised live. So he becomes uh, a national laughing Trophy. stock, yeah, by yeah. dipping his oh. dipping his oh, right, bell okay. into his uh, into his beer. Uh, oh, yeah. see, Ollie, you had me. I was going to say I'm all in on this, yeah. but now it seems to have gotten very coarse towards the end. Well, I can take that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah. Well, as long as we're okay with multiple rewrites, I'm in. <laughs> multiple endings, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, so you're in. You're in. You're in luck. For me, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this one out. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. It just. It, it's not really grabbed me. And I think. I mean, fair enough. I had the timer, but you you spent a third of your time introducing yourself. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, and then, um, but you did uh, you did the, get out and, of the lift early, and the doors were closing, and I had to squeeze in. So, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, I'll let Ian. I'll let Ian run with this one. Yeah, I've got it. I'm in. So the darts movie Lefty is on its way. Brilliant. Cinemas near you. Well, don't know about cinemas, but yeah. screen and screen, <laughs> straight through VOD. Yeah. All right, guys. I need to take my headphones out in order to do my one, and I just wonder if we're going to get some audio feedback. So, is it possible that you guys might be able to mute when I do mine? No. Okay. Three. Two, one. Everything's changed. I can't go back to how I was. Don't give me that crap. You've got just as good a chance with the ladies as you had in the 80s, Sean. 
One man thought he was beyond help. Quit screwing around. Do you want this or not? I fucking want it. I want it. Yes, I do want it, Arnold. I do. But when he meets an ex-bodybuilding motivational guru, his love life stands a chance again. Just go talk to her. Come on, you can do this. Sweet cheeks. Are you looking for a good time? But little did he know, true love was staring him in the face. I'm so proud of you, Sean. How, how can I ever repay you, Arnold? This summer, a friendship will flourish. I never thought I could feel this way about a man again. It's the best feeling in the world. And a love that will go on forever is forged. Hoops and Dreams in Cinemas, <laughs> August 9th. Rated That's R. That's it. That's it. Fantastic. Ian, you went for you. Not only did you go for an elevator pitch, you actually produced a whole trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which in the elevator felt weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Security the, have been called. <laughs> the, the the mood in the air elevator was tense, <laughs> to yeah. say the least. Um, was that a minute? Yeah, that was a minute. That was a minute. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I think you get the picture. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Arnold and no. So the characters that are Arnold and Connery, yeah. uh, they are what friends? They want to go for something, and then they meet with a girl. So Sean Connery's down on his luck. He's sure. old. He's wanting sure. to recapture the the um, Lothario days of the eighties. Yeah. Arnold is there to train him and help him. There will be a training montage. And as Sean kicks it off with a girl, or a lady of around 60, who for him is a sugar mama, um, he realises that truly, because of the help and friendship of Arnold, that his love life that lays ahead of him is with Arnold rather than any woman. <laughs> right. Can, oh. I, can I just ask one question? Go on. Did you get the title first and then work backwards uh no i didn't actually i just thought what can i do with voices and these two people came <laughs> up. and then the music came and i was going to write a line that was all of my hoop, hoop sorry all my hopes and dreams have come true and uh, then i just thought of hoops and dreams can, okay. can i can i ask um how heavily it will rely on concept art Um, at the moment it's only concept audio okay right okay well I'm not a big fan of concept audio because I think that they shouldn't have that in the early stages or else it's going to mess with the final audio so (laughs) they shouldn't be they shouldn't be basing it all around oh it's just my head in I mean I agree Um, right so um so it's a it's a, it's a love story through the love story of the ages. It is, but it shows Sean that even at his grand age of eighty six, that any dream can still come true. Yeah, Mate, I've I've got a little addition. Is is there could there be a moment where Arnie's trying to teach Sean how to play darts <laughs> by standing behind him and and holding the darts hand, the darts and moving hand. his hand back. <laughs> yeah, everyone's what? So you dart ambidex- ambidextrously, do you? Oh, you sorry, I thought you meant the, hand, the hands of the dart. <laughs> Why would I mean that? Darts well, that's what you said. 
I, I always assume that you mean what you say, but I'll just okay. assume that you don't mean what you say from now on. Well, listen, let's roll this back. Is is there a scene where Arnie is standing behind Sean? This is your movie. Release- this is not my movie. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to I'm trying to save on budget and consolidate the two mm. movies into one. That could work. Can we have I- a cat in it as well? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we combine all three, then we've really saved a lot of money. Yeah, and and, and that means we've all got full backing. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. Left these cat hoop pipe dreams. <laughs> in cinemas in 2019 uh, Ford, yeah. in 4D okay, well yeah. probably probably 5D by then 5D or suited Cert- <laughs> certainly 5D for you um, okay <laughs> certainly 5 times the D for Sean um, okay so on that note I think we should do live scores it's the intermission live score how are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of ten. Live score. Pro- probably like a, th- a four. Who would like to go first? I've done all my gulping because my tea's gone. So Ollie, I'm not going to give you a formal nod to do yours. So. Okay. Do you want to just go anyway? Yeah. Well, look. Uh, everything's okay at the moment. I'm. I'm back in the game. Um, I feel healthy again. I've stopped having the uh, mega snuffles, mm-hmm. um, multi multi snuff. They've that's all gone, so I'm feeling good, feeling healthy. <laughs> been for a run. One thing I didn't mention last week, which I, I feel I, I probably should mention, is that I've, I'm actually doing uh, veganuary. Veganuary, yeah, v- veganuary. It's funny because the headphones that you've got <laughs> sure. look like they've got like leather on them, and I can hey. also I can also see the leather seat in the background there. Yeah, the Chesterfield is made out of animals. <laughs> the, uh, so, um, what is well, it you're doing the, uh, in January? You'll be all right if you don't eat it, mate. Just don't eat the sofa. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try not to eat it. Uh, so, basically, for a, for a month, I've I've taken up living as a vegan. So, I'm uh, not eating dairy, not eating anything that has come from an animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been fine. It's been really good. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think it's forcing me to consider... Uh, what I'm eating? I'm eating a lot of stir fries. What about uh, fish? You allow fish? You allow fish? No fish. No. Fish are alive. Fish. Fish live. Fish breathe. They what about? Think. What about pl- ah? So plants though, they're good, yeah. Yeah, plants are fine because they're alive. They grow, yeah. but they don't think. As far as we're aware, they, if there, if there yeah. are any plants listening, who'd like to yeah. challenge me? On I that. mean, I, I've, yeah. I've heard that some right plants in. do speak to one another through their root systems, but you know. If you want to pull, yeah. So, up. so that's me. I'm I'm probably back up at a, a seven and a half, purely because the health is back, and I'm feeling good about myself. I'm feeling smug. Health's back with a vengeance. Yeah, or forget vengeance. And I've just had, I've just been doubling down on skin on skin slides. So, um, you know, everything's good. Up that Lester. Um, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, so just a very quick question then. When it comes to the end of January, what are you going to do? Are you just going to go back to eating meat again then? What's the no, I don't think so. I think, I think I'm going to, with the best intentions now, uh, take some of what I enjoy and carry on with that. Eat less of the things that I feel probably felt a bit bad about before, maybe. Sure. Um, but I mean, so like, say for example, milk, I could probably do without. So I'm probably mm-hmm. not that on the head. Do you know what I mean? Makes me a bit, makes me a bit snuffly. So I think actually 
the the milk or mm. uh, calf growth serum, as it's otherwise known, makes me feel a bit <laughs> bit crappy. So I'll probably I'll probably blank that one. But yeah. meat, I'll mm. probably go back to meat. You can have eggs though, right? Can't have eggs. Can't mate. I can't have honey. <gasps> what? Can't have honey. The milk thing. Recently, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about just how painful that is. It's not. It's not nice. It's kind of put me no, off drinking uh, milk. I used to drink glasses sure. full of milk, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like such a boast, yeah, lads. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to drink glasses of milk. Yeah. yeah. Full glasses, like Fuck a whole pint. Chew, I mean, chew, chew. I actually, I mean, I would chug a pint of milk when I was younger, definitely. <laughs> I wasn't even sitting cross-legged on the floor hearing a story. I was just bloody doing it. I was just chugging it, mate. Tell you what, when I was a bit younger, lads, you want to see me on the milk. Yeah. When was the last time you downed a pint of milk? Yeah. Easy, <laughs> but, for, easy for you to say. But now I even yeah. sort of think twice about putting it in tea. It's a bit like once you're kind of aware of just how weird it is. Almond milk is the way forwards. Almonds uh, have fillings as well. And nipples, supposedly, but let's move on. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a long life school. Okay, Yeah, well, I'm going to edit it. I mean, interesting subject, though, Uh, and, um, uh, you know, go go for it, mate. So, Ollie, you're about, what, a seven? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. That's good. Pete, how are you doing? Well, I'm very tired tired at the moment. Yeah, it's a bad time to ask. I'd say... (laughs) Well, it's the only time to ask, really. Yeah. I I reckon it's a seven. It's been a really good week. Uh, I went on a cruise yesterday. Yeah, I um, saw. I saw. Mm, I went on a cruise uh, out into the Baltic, and which was delightful. And yeah, it's just been it's good. But I've been very tired today. I woke up very very early because uh, I couldn't sleep. And then, I, as I was explaining earlier, I think through intense heat and then intense cold i think i've got wind burn on my face which is making me irritable so um so that's that's that, to the listener that's why you haven't heard as much of this pete yeah. can we ask in fact that was a very try, low energy one can you try to keep it light because please bear in mind that we've just come out of blue monday uh, yeah. and the listeners may be feeling <laughs> a little bit delicate yeah. Um, and hearing hearing you complain uh, it may may be sending them into a a pit of no return. They although they might also be thinking, you know what? It's not so bad. I've got it all right. But yeah. poor bloke, he's got windburn and he's tired. Compared to this guy, my life's a dream. It's a dream. If you would like to donate to our just giving page to um, yeah. rid Pete of windburn, mm. uh, we can set one up. How's your life? My life yeah. is good. Um, I wrote a note about my life score, which just says, whip it small brain. Um, <laughs> I think it's because I walked past a whip it the other day and I just pictured in my mind the size of what their brain would be like and it made me very pleased. <laughs> you could kind of hold it just like a tiny little... Like a sprout? No, a bit Sprout bigger, size. I think. Like maybe like a sort of like tennis ball, but squidgy and long. Squidgy yeah. long tennis ball. That made me happy. Okay. I went to see uh, um, Manchester by the sea. Um, um, I mean, uh, it that? is not by the sea, so you've been missold there. Ollie, that's the second podcast you've used the same joke, so I think people will find it <laughs> less funny that time. Um, Pete hasn't heard it. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 so what is film, the film Manchester by the Sea? It stars Casey Affleck and Michelle Williams and it's about a depressed man 
um, who's... Please keep it light. Okay, well, I mean, he's had something relatively serious happen in his um, life in the past that he was kind of responsible for and... um, did he back a caravan onto a car and crush a dart player's hand? Uh, along those lines, but <laughs> certainly yeah, much okay. more affecting to him personally. Um, Was but he I mean, good to it, his cat? I actually found it to be a very dark comedy. I like, actually found it to be more funny than dramatic overall. But there's so much hype about this thing. And I yeah. came out of it thinking it's probably like a 6 or 7 out of 10 at best. Anyway, my life's pretty good. Um, feeling good, been eating pretty well, been making all my own lunches and saving money for the week. And I'm constraining bad Ian to the weekend. Um, although I'm just trying not to drink too much at all. Um, mm. So what we're saying is the thinking syrups have been put on hold, put on ice. Yeah, I actually took a very large cup as my cup for my cup of tea because uh, it was just comforting to have loads of it. And I've, I've finished all that now. So anyway, I feel good. I think it's a strong eight. eight. Hold on a minute, Ian. Um, I said that the other week. I said it was a strong eight or strong eight and a half. And you said that the, the Number strength should talk for of the itself. life score was, was, yeah. So why are you using my shit? I don't know. You, I think shit rubs off. <laughs> okay. Listen, you're rendering the whole podcast inconsistent. Yeah. It's an eight. Also, Everyone I, will be fully confused. Okay, let's move on to our deep dive on... Motivational movies. Did they swallow an encyclopedia? All that data. 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 All that for this motivational podcast, that <laughs> it's really um, <laughs> is it is it bringing is it bringing you down as well? Yeah, well, yeah. I think like, I would have been high energy for this, but yeah, it's a strange counterpoint to have slow tired men here with us. Um, <laughs> but Ollie, you kind of took it upon yourself to lead this one a little bit in terms of the content. So, what do you want to cover? Um, I just want to I want to raise people's spirits a little bit. Um, so let's just talk about, ultimately, what people can watch that is, is going gonna, is gonna to bring their spirits up. Okay. Whether that be a zero to hero movie, whether that be something that's going to make you cry, a bit of cathartic outpour. And maybe we'll discuss stuff to avoid that you don't want to watch, that you want to avoid at all costs because it will make you worse. Shawshank Redemption. No, that's actually down in the uh, motivation. Shedler's <laughs> list. Well, I was thinking uh, the road. Have you seen? Have you seen the road? Yeah, that's no. quite full on and uh, bleak. Got one outside, mate. Well, the reason why I've, I've put the road as as one to avoid is because Viggo Mortensen spends the whole film coughing <laughs> because because he's basically got you know clearly going to die. <laughs> Are you right, Ian? I actually had a cough. genuine cough that I thought I'd just let... I, I was going to hold on longer, but then you mentioned coughing, so I used it in a comedic <laughs> way. Okay, well, in films... If the you, professional. <laughs> if you cough in a film, that means... You're going to die. die. So, really? What? Yeah. What does that mean? Is that a known thing? Yeah. So, in The Road... This is basically like um, an apocalyptic, so it's post-apocalyptic, there's cannibals everywhere, and a father and son are basically trying to um, 
go from A to B, A being the woods, B being the coast, get to safety, <laughs> essentially. Um, Why didn't you just say going from the woods to the coast? <laughs> You may just do, like, algebra to work out on the story. <laughs> so, hey, this episode comes with an FAQ, including a key. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, a legend will be provided <laughs> with the podcast. Um, but basically, he starts coughing. Um, right. It's like at the start of Breaking Bad, where he's, he's coughing. And any, if he's got better, <coughs> if, Walt, if Walter White has got better throughout the film, and then all of a sudden, if, if, the, if the director makes... Like an effort to show him coughing, then that means you know bloody hell, it could be back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So you basically what I'm saying. You were gonna say you were gonna say let's look at all these motivational films and then maybe go through a list of ones that are not to watch, (laughs) and you've just started with one not to watch. And now, and now we're basically talking about um, a man who. Death in film. (laughs) Yeah, this is not the way we wanted to go. No, it is not. Cheer up, Blue Monday. So what should we watch, Ollie? Okay, well, first on my list, and it's one that you may not expect, but it's a film called 127 Hours. Have you seen this one? No, I haven't, actually. James Franco. Seen the trailer. Danny Boyle. Have have you seen the meme? I've seen seen the meme. I've seen the trailer. Certainly aware of the meme. Meme aware. This one is about the extreme sportsman. Um, so he goes off kind of mountain biking, jumping over shit. And he, he essentially jumps over a bit of a crevice and falls down a crevice. And yeah. a rock falls on his arm and pins it. it. It pins it between A and B. A being the rock uh, and B being the wall. The canvas Dead. of the ring. Zed being his arm. And the so referee counts um, one, two, three, and The Rock is the new wins. World Wrestling Federation champion. Pinned. Done. You might think, well, how, how is that a motivational film? It, it, sounds, it sounds terrible. And for all intents and purposes, it was reported that people were actually fainting through the <laughs> premiere. That's how intense it was. Okay. Um, but I actually left the film feeling really upbeat because while he's down there, he's allowed this time to ponder his life and where he's got to at this particular point and that it is worth surviving and it is worth chopping your arm off, essentially, because <laughs> that's what he has to do, to live, to survive, oh. because he's got, stuff to, he's got stuff to live for. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, so I watched the trailer for this. That's what I do now, watch trailers. And um, I was a bit surprised. I was thinking, well, okay, this is a true story about a guy who's stuck stuck somewhere. And, I I mean, I didn't really like him from the off because he was like a... He was really a show-off about about going out and all that kind of stuff. James Franco, um, sort of unlikable anyway. I should hear what he says about you. (laughs) So then the, um, the, the bit that I really didn't like was that... He, he's recording it all on a video. A, at where'd you get 127 hours worth of battery from? Bullshit, mate. B, just, yeah. show, just, show, us, just show us the original video. Surely that's got to be more interesting. Surely like that's got to be more, more touching, more real. Two, two excellent points. Yeah, um, and the film would probably explain that he does conserve his battery and only records certain important thoughts right but still you know 
you know. That's a lot. That's still, a lot of battery. having seen the trailer, they didn't explain <laughs> yeah, it in look, enough I'm, detail. I've seen the meme as well, and, that's, <laughs> and it's, like, it's not clear. They didn't explain it in the meme either. No. No, well, that's good. weird. Well, that's, yeah. that's pretty bad. Maybe it's got an accompanying legend. <laughs> I actually, yeah. But what I am saying is I actually do highly recommend this film. Ian, you should watch it. Yeah. Pete, you should watch it. Listeners, you should watch it. Sure. Um, we've spoken before, Ian, as well, about films that are set in one place. Yeah. And you may think, well, how can they keep the interest going for a whole 90 minutes? Stop- we, you and I both know that Tom Hanks and Shipwrecked uh, managed to do exactly yeah. that. For a, for a much longer time as well, two and a half hours. Is Castaway um, two and a half hours? Castaway's two and a half hours, but I'd say about an hour of it, it's, it's bookended by about half hour each side of largely unnecessary <laughs> character building. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's all set in one place, but he, he, has, he has like these kind of flights of fancy in his own head where he's revisiting poignant moments of his past and potentially his future which ultimately coalesces into this moment of, I've got to get out of here. I'm going to die here. And, and when you leave the cinema, you just think, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you won't be able to go to the cinema now because it's long left, but when you, <laughs> when you go to the toilet after the film's finished, you'll be standing there having a number one or sitting down having a number two or, or just, a three. <laughs> just to be clear to anyone who's listening, you can still go to the cinema. Um, you just can't go to the cinema and watch that film. But you can go to the toilet with your tablet and watch it on VOD while you have a number three. So probably, it's, a, it's probably a really good idea because then you may feel some of some more claustrophobia. Yeah, um, you'll feel sort of locked away like he does, isolated. And you can you can pay the higher price for the popcorn, so everyone's a winner. Maybe what I would what I would also suggest is having a steady diet of brown bread and bran flakes for at least two days. And and uh, and maybe time it time it with a bowel movement so that it so that when he's cutting his arm off, it's like a four D experience that you may also feel a, a great deal of pain, so you can understand what he's going through. And by the sure. end of it, he'll be relieved, you'll be relieved, you'll have to call a plumber. It's all good. <laughs> Why did did he have to call a plumber? Mate, I, it's the knows. arm. It's the arm. You're gonna to have to give me a you. <laughs> it's the arm. Yeah. Um, okay. Hey, also, add, it, add it to your watch list, Pete. Can I suggest that you yeah. watch every film that Tom Hanks is in? No. Well, you can suggest it, but I, I, I capped it off at Big. That was. Uh, <laughs> big. We've talked That's about it. Big done actually, but have um, we? Well, not was you. I, I, there? I don't Ollie know. I wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm gonna. Raise one that I think is probably on your list anyway, Ollie. The, okay. the classic, it's Rocky. Yep. Yeah, yeah, well, obviously. Yeah, I Even w- thinking about Rocky makes me smile. Yeah. So I watched it today, and it's great. It's, okay. I mean, I, when I was young, right, I was a lot more into sport than I am now. So when I was like yeah. 13, 14, 15. <laughs> sport now. <laughs> yeah. Sport. <laughs> Something like that. These days, just oh, I'm, I'm just into milk. No, I was into milk then. I'm not so into milk now. <laughs> All right. So you've, you've carried on with the milk, but just left the sport mainly behind, apart from the fake sport. No, I, you, didn't, you obviously didn't hear me. I said that I've reduced my milk drastically. <laughs> okay. The, the, the milking so, days are long gone, Ollie. Okay. But, I mean, when I was... So I used to do... Uh, a pugilistic type sport 
and um, watching Rocky was like a massive uh, inspiration and motivation to do it, including the music and especially yeah. the training montages. I, I think it's interesting to break down what makes a good motivational movie, but what I reckon is yeah. if you've got a character where you can um, you can find empathy for them because you can relate yeah. to their scenario. Um, yeah. So Rocky's just like anybody. He's kind of pushing 30 or just past 30 or something like that. Feels like his yeah. best chance at success has already passed. I would say What's that, his... Ian, not everybody is 30. I'll That's correct, right? But... <laughs> but... You know, maths aside, like, Ollie, I'm going to leave that to the eggheads. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, like, he's he's an everyman, and this chance comes up, and... Everyman. Ev- everyman. Yeah, see, he's an everyman. And I think because he's coming from a place that can be relatable by almost anybody, I think his yeah. chance at success is one that you can follow along with. And when the training comes along and the music starts, and he's like running around in the morning, five in the morning or whatever, it's just excellent. And Pete is currently dressed like him, looking very much like Pete is this is this is Pete's everyman every podcast wear now. It's his lounge grey hoodie. Oh, he's showing us all of it. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, so the thing that I that I like about Rocky is that he is up against the odds. And I think that's that's what's uplifting about these things, is that as a viewer, as a participant in this film and watching it, you you want him to defeat the odds to some degree. And spoiler alert, in Rocky, he has he has a personal victory because ultimately he he wants to fight, but no one will really sort of give him his big break until a little bit like the um, caravan accident in Lefty, someone has to pull out of the main fight with Apollo Creed. So Apollo Creed has a, a great idea to get like a, an up-and-coming youngster to fight against, like an unknown. And basically, he he doesn't take Rocky seriously in the slightest. But obviously, Rocky just wants to go all out. And I think that's the spirit of it, isn't it? You watch it and you just feel motivated AF by the end of it. I, like, think, I think it's because he... It. He lies in the bed with Adrian the night before, almost crying, yeah. and he basically says, "All I want to do is get to the end. That's all that's important." Yeah, to him, he, does, he doesn't feel he can win, and that's good because it's, that's how it's I pretty... felt about the trailer. <laughs> all I wanted to do was get to the end of it. Jesus wept. So what you, my life? Have you seen Rocky? A, I've I've seen the meme, and I saw the trailers today. What a crock! What a crock! Crocky. It just goes <laughs> on and on. It's like, a, it's like four minutes, that trailer. But what, and, what and, say? Is and this from... it tells you every single part of the plot. I mean, I know it's from the 70s, but my God. What I a, mean... And, and it's, you know, man, man's down on his looks, uh, wins a fight, great. He doesn't win what? the fight. Ah, That's he doesn't win. Saying. He doesn't win the fight. Well, yeah, good, I'm glad. He doesn't deserve to. <laughs> putting out all shit like that so what um, I would say is what, I'd be surprised if the actual trailer from the 70s was the one that's still in circulation on YouTube and such yeah, I, I wonder if there's been recuts of that trailer since that are for yeah. the DVD market and whatnot. no 
Uh, I specifically put the original one in, and it, the front screen was honestly the front. The front when it comes up, it's dated nineteen nineteen seventy six is when it was released. But then I'd, I'd probably say that we're we're getting a little bit more snappy with our trailer editing these days, whereas way back then they were probably not quite as flashy, not quite as fast paced. Some trailers um, have to be fifteen bloody seconds now. For the internet, well, we have trailers market. for trailers these days. I, I just thought it was it, it was just terrible. The acting was terrible. It was just oh, the acting is actually phenomenal. That's the thing that I most took away from it today. What? Yeah. It didn't doesn't cover that in the meme. If you took <laughs> the plunge and moved from meme to movie, I, th- I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. Doubt it, Correct. but we won't. We, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> let's leave that. Let's leave that one for the eggheads. For the historians, yeah. they can they can sift through that. Yeah. I mean, Stall- <laughs> okay. Stallone was um, well, nom- nominated the for the best actor, and Talia Shire was nominated for best actress. Just saying, oh. doesn't mean anything. So it must be bloody good then. Nominated doesn't mean a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it it won <laughs> best picture. So does doesn't mean anything. The trailer and the meme. Awful. <laughs> I, I, I love your your um, well built argument. Um, next, yeah. Well, hey, guess what? Guess what, Pete? Yeah. Guess what? What? Right. In Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, he wins every single bloody fight at the end. So oh. you know he's done that. He's doing it. He's doing fine, regardless of whether you've seen it. Or yeah, I was going to say. You know, you get you gave me the list of all the Rockies to watch, and I <laughs> I watched that one, and I was like, nah, not watching the rest. No way. So, Ollie, on this point, yeah. that I think just while we're on Rocky, and you've mentioned the rest of yeah. them, I'm not talking about the movie so much. I'm talking about the training montage. Okay, I think that's. I think it's an important part of a motivational movie. It's the thing that gets people pumped. <laughs> And it's a really important part of Rocky 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Creed. Yeah. Balboa. Yeah. yeah. Creed. Well, my, my favourite... What's your favourite My favourite training montage, yeah, is easily yeah. number four. And I'll tell you why. Because it's Russia versus the USA. And it's... So you've got... On one hand, you've got Dolph Lundgren as Ivan Drago. Um, Drago? Or whatever. Why, why do you say it in a way that people in the film never say it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're being selectively different. <laughs> what is it then? Drago? Just Drago, yeah. When he gets to the top of the hill and shoots his arm in the sky, like when he's on top of Everest or whatever the fuck it is, he doesn't go, Drago! <laughs> yeah, he goes, Drago! He says Falcor. Um, no, you can never understand what he says anyway, so... Well, what rhymes with Falcor? <laughs> Not Drago. No. Well, you can, you, can, you can never understand what he's saying anyway. <laughs> so it's... Yeah. Uh, no, but everyone else in the film calls him Drago. Okay, so Ivan... Sure. Oh, I'm so it's, it's so in my head now. Uh, the data has been written and it cannot be erased. But basically, you've got Ivan Drago. He's on like futuristic treadmills. He's on futuristic uh, exercise bikes. He's he's hooked up 
via weird kind of like pre-USB cables to all these machines to check his heart rate and how well he's doing. <laughs> but on the other hand, a stark contrast. I'd, I'd be surprised, Ollie, if people use USBs to monitor heart rate now. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, hi, sir. I'm just going to put my USB 3 into your heart port. <laughs> okay. um, Mm. If you don't mind, yep, and it's in. But the- oh, device not recognised. <laughs> oh, I didn't press eject. Uh, please make sure you remove it safely. <laughs> but yeah, the stark contrast here Sorry, is that on. Rocky is pulling a cart out of the snow. He's pushing a log up a hill. You know, he's he's gone back to nature. So it's basically yeah, it's he's man, out in the snow. it's man essentially, man versus machine, which is. He's out in the snow. He's he's <laughs> it's old school versus new man school. Versus yeah, old school versus so snow. So it's, you know. <laughs> old school. I was about to say America man versus machine, versus... and that's you know referenced in the in the song "Burning Heart," but it's I don't I don't think it is. But that song they do reference pretty much every every plot pillar. So east versus west is is mentioned. It you know it does a good Pete. Listen to the song. Burning Heart by Survivor, and, and you'll, you will have seen the film. You'll, you'll get it. Okay, well, yeah. The other thing as well is that, so, like, Drago's looking like he's intensely into the training for most of the montage, yeah. and, like, he's like he's into it, and he's given it everything. And then there's one point where, um, basically, they pump him full of steroids or some such like basically like they put a needle into his arm or his leg or something and then they inject him and at that point instead of looking focused he's looking around as if he's oblivious to what's going on (laughs) like he's like uh what's happening (laughs) oh i don't even know what's happening (laughs) i think that's their way of showing that like it's not completely his fault that he's on steroids. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. What I would say is that um, my favourite motivational Stallone film is is not Rocky. It's over the top. It's over the top. Um, which is the uh, winning his estranged son back via driving a truck whilst exercising at the same time and competing in arm wrestling competitions. <laughs> it's better than it sounds as well. <laughs> Is it was it, It's like something that we could have come up with in elevator. Pitch. I was about to say that, yeah. yeah. It does sound Listen, ridiculous. Sylvester Stallone's name in the film is the most American name of all time. Go on. Lincoln Hawk. <laughs> come on. It's like a car name. Yeah. Lincoln Hawk. His name is Burger Dollar. <laughs> It is. Yeah. Um, I've I've seen this as well. I can't I can't say that it's my most motivational movie. No, it's but not. I can but it's the fact that I did enjoy yeah. it. So, look to lighten up the mood a little bit because I know you'll love this. <laughs> I've been to IMDb and I've pulled out something just in case you know parents are listening. They they're wondering if their kids can watch it. They can um, because there's not a lot of you know, nasty stuff in it. And it even says here, under drugs and alcohol, no obvious alcohol or smoking. So... It's all subtle. What they are saying is, is that it's very subtle. So they're doing it outside. Yeah, they're doing it off camera. <laughs> they are... Everyone is going okay. leaving the bar to have a cigarette. Or, or, <laughs> yeah, dr- or they, drink alcohol. It's, al- it's alluded yeah. to. So in the background, you'll see someone go, do you fancy a fag? But not here, though, because... Of the film, yeah, sure, let's go outside. <laughs> so, and also, um, 
upsetting scenes. One character dies, and this could possibly upset some, but it is a peaceful death with no gore or unnecessary attention. <laughs> unnecessary attention. Yeah. Are we sorry? He's dead. Yeah, just just don't worry about it. Now he's, he's yeah. yeah. Brush past. Move on. Move yeah, on. Move on. He's don't worry. About less that. fast the better. Less fast the so, better. Is there any gore? No. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he died of he died of uh, drinking and smoking that no one ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> he just dies off camera. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's basically got the one. I guess you could say it's a meme. So when he's so he's doing his arm wrestle and he's losing, and he's got his cap facing forward, peak forward, mm. and he manages to somehow get a ten XP arm wrestle boost by turning his hat backwards. <laughs> because you know you know that when he turns his hat backwards and he gets that ten XP arm wrestle boost, he's bloody going to win the next round. Do you think so, if you? If you look at him from the top, he looks like a volume button. And that's just like, <laughs> yeah. turning the hat is like, is like pushing it up to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Or 11. Yeah. Or 11. Certainly 11. Certainly 11. <laughs> um, Ian, look, uh, you posted an Instagram picture uh, with a load of videos in it. You know, yeah, here's some of the videos. I've had. One of them was called Fly Away Home, which I was surprised because in there you had like lots of Jackie Chan films. Martial and, arts. You know, all that sort of martial arts stuff. And then you had a film about flying geese to Canada. So yeah. please tell us about that one and how you came... Uh, how, how did you get it? Does it make you feel good? Well, do you know much about it? A little bit. It stars Jeff Daniels and actually... What I will say is I read some reviews today on IMDb and it sounds delightful. <laughs> and like, it, it really delightful. does, it really actually does sound delightful. And I think I will watch it next time the, uh, the Wayans are here. I think we're going to, yeah. I'm going to suggest we watch it. Yeah. Sounds really good. So, you know, the weird thing is, um, I have, the reason I asked you is because I have very little memory of having uh, watched it or being like given it. I, I'm pretty certain I got it for Christmas one year. <laughs> what a depressing Christmas that was! You wanted oh, no. the Mega Drive. You wanted a Mega Drive, but you know, yeah, flyweight. Oh, great! Oh, no, it, it was a multi-part Christmas, Ollie. Let's get real. If I'd got Flyaway Home on its own, standalone, then you wouldn't be here today. Yeah, All I'd right. be in a home for wicked children. A um, hospice. A hospice. You, when yeah. you say wicked children, you're talking about the sort of children that might wear a backwards cap. <laughs> yeah, badass. Yeah, okay. I'm Bart Simpson, who the hell are you? T-shirt. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah. Somebody's eaten my shorts. <laughs> I'm nude. I'm mostly nude. I knew after saying it for so long, someone actually bloody did it. Somebody eaten my um, shorts. So I, I think basically like a little girl uh, and her dad live in a farm or something, or like the mother has died recently and they have to get over that, I think. Maybe. Tragedy. So we've had tragedy. I, I'm assuming that that's what it is. I'm assuming a dead mother. Um, so I'm assuming that the genre is the dead mother genre. Um, well, you know what they say, when you assume a dead mother, you make an ass out of you and me and the dead mother. Well, the live mother. Potentially, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we, which we'd just call mother. <laughs> we wouldn't have to specify yeah. oh, life. Oh, hi, hi, alive mother. 
lovely that you're still alive. Um, okay, so, and then they're on a farm or something, and, like, some geese arrive or something, and basically... <laughs> Sounds very vague, yep. Makes everyone yep. feel all right. <laughs> and basically, Jeff Daniels and the little girl, like, they they throw everything in their lives towards, like, sort of working to get these geese to fly away home. Like, basically, to have them migrate yep. at the right time. And that yep. gives them a great amount of joy. And they they smile a lot, like in the trailer. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I assume it's about. I'm going to rewatch it. Probably, can I come to your house and watch it with the kids? Well, yeah, but look, I'm, this is this is a first for the podcast. What you what? ready? Live parents guide. Okay, I'm just I just need to check. L- listen, Ian, before you pay the twenty eight pounds fifty to get to Coventry, I just want to know that we're so sex and nudity. A man runs outside in his underwear and his young teen daughter sees him. And then in brackets it says, as do we. <laughs> oh, well, if we didn't, then I wonder how it would have been in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so that hot ticket to Coventry is still looking good. Yeah, because we see it as well and it's only underwear. So violence and gore. <laughs> in the beginning, Amy's mom dies in a, in a car crash. And Boom, then it ten shows points to me. Yep, and then it shows Amy <laughs> in he hospital, their spelling, not mine, and she has some blood on her. I mean, there's you know, I don't know. Um, a man attempts to clip a baby goose's wings with a Ooh. pair of nail clippers. Is this true? Jesus. This sounds that's, awful. That's harsh. Amy hits him over the head with a metal bowl. Again, that's uh, a bit harsh. So it it seems like one of those movies where, like, for some reason there needs to be a villain just to carry the story. So there's probably some right. evil farmer from round the way or something. It's just from a the man way. called the Nail Clipper. Uh, Ollie, I just want to know, would you have been fine with this before you were a vegan? Or is this a recent hatred? So if we if you if we'd gone through this in December, would you be like, well, come on, give him a break. He's only trying to he's only trying to clip Look, his what wings. What I will with- say <laughs> is that I will not be watching this film until February the first. Good, or at least in- not enjoy- <laughs> when at least when not I'll be enjoying- when I'll be twelve hours into meat brewery. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so profanity, okay. profanity, one use of ass. Okay. And one use of shit, which I hope but, is shit. Where are those damn geese gone? Yeah. Where or, are or, those damn geese gone? Or, or, or maybe uh, I've shit out my ass. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I've been eating nothing but brown bread and bran flakes for two days. I've shit out my ass again. <laughs> Where's that damn bird? I want to clip its wings. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no alcohol, no drugs, no smoking. Uh, frightening, intense scenes, though. The car crash isn't really scary. Good. Fine, but it's really sad. So it's a sad yeah. car crash. Yeah. The whole yeah. theme of bereavement is very sad. Uh, well, understandable. <laughs> so, where's the motivational bit then? Well, I guess the geese get home, don't they? All right, fair enough. Do watch this if you're a goose. Yeah. But if you're a human who either has children or is a child, then you're going to want to give it a wide berth. Or has a live Uh, mother. I'm I'm going to say, Ollie, that the the videotape in the image that I posted is 
Uh, it's advertising it as a BBFC Universal U rating. So I'm pretty sure you're going to be all right. Okay. Everybody can watch that. All right. So what else have we got on this list for motivational movies? I've I've got one which is Pursuit of Happiness. But do you have any other biggies you want to cover? Yeah. I thought I thought you might have Braveheart on there, Ian. Mm, no. It's not a feel good, is it? Well, you know, it's a man following his dreams, you know. Yeah, but he, I mean, he dies quite brutally at the end, doesn't he? And he gets, yeah. he gets, he gets pretty, only, he gets pretty fucked over. The only thing is, he never gives up. Yeah, never gives up. <laughs> it's a slight bump in the road. He never know? gives up right. until he's dead. It's like, hey, Pete, it's like that. It's like that bit in Rocky, where oh, not that Apollo bit. Apollo Creed has hit him and he's gone down, but only to his knee. And he stands back up again. So, yep. you know, he's not, he's not going to give up. But the thing is, William Wallace never gets back up again because he gets put into, like, sort of five parts and posted around <laughs> the country. Yeah. He gets hung, drawn and quartered, quartered. or whatever five is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, they say quarter, but they're going to do head and limbs and then there's a middle bit. Mm. Maybe that's in the yeah. director's cut, I don't know. <laughs> Go into more detail. So, Pete, so anyway... Pete, uh, Pete uh, seemed to have had... I had one to uh, to mention. Yeah, I mean, I've not seen many films, but this one struck me... Well, for me, this is motivational. It's a really good uplift one. One of the best films I've ever seen. Okay. It's the Coen Brothers, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what, what do you find uplifting about, about that, please? Well, because... Well, there is... A, the, well, the, the, main, the main character, the main character um, is... Is this just a movie you've seen? <laughs> well, I mean, this is just a movie I've seen, but I've seen it several times because I liked it. So, okay. um, are you, sorry, Ian, are you clipping the wings of a Canadian goose there? It sounded no, I, like you. <laughs> I took the lid off a sharpie as I was about to take some notes about Oh Brother, Where Are They? Um, <laughs> it's not feel good to start. They're in a real predicament, and things um, yeah. seem to be uh, going the right way, and uh, and then they don't. It, in in many parts of the film, yeah. uh, and uh, and there, there is comedy in there, and there's some and there's some great like um, there's some great country singing, uh, some really great vocals, and and then it does end well as well. You know, he does get back with his family, and uh, um, the, the waters rise, and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's great. I mean, it's really it's yeah. delightful. Feel good, yeah. And yeah. I think can I just I think, say it? I've never seen it. You're an idiot. Wow. Um, yeah, that's. Fairly unacceptable. I mean, so, this is what? what it feels like to be you. Yeah. <laughs> what, you've not seen a... Oh. <laughs> Get with the programme, mate. Have a, have a taste of your own medicine. Yeah, how's that? Um, well, I mean, I, I can see it if you want. It's not going to be tricky. <laughs> I mean, well, it's feasible. Wait, wait until you need some motivation. Yep, so Ian, if you, if you haven't got another film, I was going to suggest maybe... Uh, just very briefly talking about some of the films that have made you have a little bit of a cathartic cry. Yeah, well, that mine fits into that anyway. Okay. Uh, which is The Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. So, basically, if you imagine uh, Will Smith's face on the poster for £7, which is... Will, yeah. You know the way that Norman Reedus does a great cry face? Yeah. Um, Will Smith seven does pounds this... in dollars? What was it called in the in in America? Um, depends when it was. It was pre it was pre Brexit, so 
it's a it's a fluctuating film title. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 cha- it changes yeah. with the markets. About ten. Yeah. Okay. So in the front of that, he's got very sincere. Yeah, it's just sincere face. He does this thing where giving it he yeah. he puckers his chin and he, he closes his eyes as if he's about to sob, and then he wobbles his lips like he's about yeah. to cry. That's how yeah. he looks throughout pretty much the whole of Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically. He has to look after his son after him and his wife have a bust up. He's mm-hmm. desperately trying to sell these um, uh, medical devices and having no luck. And there's just this series of events that happens yeah. and it goes on and on and yeah. on. And just as you think that he has gotten his breakthrough. So he works really hard on this thing. He gets a, a chance at a job. And just as you think he's gotten through and everything's okay, another setback comes along. Yeah, it's it's what? Yeah, it's it's basically like I think I think the rule of having like a motivational feel good film is to have a certain amount of struggle. I think it's maybe going back to Pete's film about the 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 cat, the ginger, the hilarious ginger cat. Thank um, you. And yeah. I think that's why I was kind of more asking about how, how much of the film is going to be downtrodden and grim and brutal because pursuit of happiness i i felt got that ratio wrong so it's actually pretty brutal for about 80 percent of the film yeah that's what i was going for yeah so but basically <laughs> you kind of like it, it basically batters you for a good you know a good two hours and then for the last 20 minutes it's maybe like yeah well, things have got a little bit better now but it's not long enough for you to settle into that into those positive vibes. No, I think you're totally wrong. I think you're totally wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> the, you're dead wrong. The meme felt the, about right. Mo- the moment that the moment that he does break through when he gets this job and everything goes well, it's so cathartic and you have like a mad teary one. I certainly did. Um, I felt that the payoff was only as good as it was because you felt like you'd been really beaten down for the rest of the film. It was only effective because it went as far as it did. And then I didn't think there was anything else to resolve. Him and his kid walked home, they had a home to actually go to, and then the summary was, like, in reality, the businessman, like, was massively successful in his later life. That's enough. Yeah. I mean, that would be the same thing with a cat. You know, you've got to go through the journey. And then at the end, he's doing all right. And yeah. you go. Oh, that, that was the, that was the reason I liked it most. Actually, Ollie was because of that. You know, each to their own okay. opinions. Wise, yeah. opinions in it. Yeah. Hey, man, it's just my opinion. Um, I mean, can I can I talk to you about the most successful melodrama of our age? Yeah. Um, it's WWE Backlash 2000. <laughs> okay, now, we're probably going to end on this. So, you know, I cry. <laughs> yeah. so, Listen. I just want to mention that I've mentioned it before, but I've I've cried at The Fly Two, Armageddon, and The Rock. Carry on. <laughs> Did you cry at Pursuit of Happiness? Uh, no. Okay, I cried, so at, Eddie, Stone, I cried at Eddie the Eagle. So Stone Cold Steve Austin's been out of the game for the best part of a year because in real life he broke his neck, and okay. um, but they made a storyline that somebody else ran him over. <laughs> <laughs> But okay. for the period of time where he's been away, The Rock's really the only good guy kicking around. And um, the McMahon family, who own the business, rule over everything. And Triple H is their champion. And every time The Rock tries to 3XH. win... 3XH. 
Three <laughs> XH Hunter yeah. Hearst Helmsley, <laughs> otherwise um, known as Three XH. Yeah, Three XH, and um, he's he's the champion. And every time the Rock tries to unseat him, uh, he he's stopped by the baddies. Right, and um, so Stone Cold's going to come and help in this match, and. Uh, <laughs> So basically, the referee with a broken neck. No, he's 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 better now. It's his big comeback, right? Ah. And then just before the match, the management come out and say, "Unfortunately, Stone Cold's not going to be able to make it tonight, everybody." Oh. So then the mat the match goes on, and very much like the Pursuit of Happiness, eighty to ninety percent of it is just like the Rock getting beaten up so badly, yeah. um, and like the Triple H, ha ha ha. Um, and some Great referees stage. and people, they're yeah. they're hitting him with chairs, all sorts of madness. Ah, oh, man, and then at the sounds final amazing. Moment, yeah, it sounds really good. At, at the final moment, yeah. Stone Cold's music hits, and it's just shattered Like glass, it was queued like, up, like it was queued up. Yeah, and then yeah. Stone Cold walks out and just beats the crap out of everyone, yeah. and then The Rock wins the match, and literally, in this arena... Wow. Literally. Yeah. Literally. People, like people turn around and hug one another, uh-huh. and I shit you not, grown ass people turn around and hug one another because this is the culmination of like a year of bullshit. Right. <laughs> They've been watching this TV program for a year, and finally the big payoffs arrive. And I would, I would challenge anyone not to be moved by this. <laughs> they did the big payoff after a year of investment. You yeah. must be yeah. moved. Um, who who will who will play? Will the Rock play himself when there's an obvious remake of this? Um, I would hope so. Yeah. No. In fact, maybe the Rock could play like Earl Hebner, the referee, when he's old. A pre-make, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. A cameo. And, no? uh, Is that a cameo? Get some young. Get Daniel Radcliffe to play Stone Cold Steve Austin if he shaves his head. Yeah, he well, do it. I mean, he's only he's only rad because he wears his cap backwards. Yeah, which which yeah. puts him on to ten power. Power ten. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Daniel Cliff. <laughs> yeah, he hangs right. out with Stephen Gal, Daniel Cliff, yeah. and then Stephen Gal takes him to the seaside and he turns his cap backwards, and it's <laughs> then it's all kicking off, and they're actually called who they're supposed to be. Radcliffe's on ten x power. He's <laughs> he's ready to arm wrestle anyone, and Steven yeah. Seagal's ready to break anyone's wrist. The, the, <laughs> Tag team arm wrestling duo made in made in dreams. Yeah. Well, there we go. Well, I, I hope I hope everybody's I hope everybody's feeling suitably cheery now. And you know, um, hey, being fed up isn't isn't a laughing matter. So uh, you know, if it does go on for any longer, then you know, talk to somebody, talk to a friend, family, talk to um, us, or talk, talk to, to us. us. Send us a message. You know, ser- seriously, um, and uh, you know. Watch some of these films, but don't watch The Road because people cough in it a lot. Mm. Yeah. In fact, in any movie, when people start coughing, consider looking at one of the films we've told you about today instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So if you'd like to get in touch with us because you're depressed, or if you'd like to just get in touch with us and talk to us about movies or anything like that, I just like to jump in there. To- it's not a laughing matter. We do mean it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Genuinely, I wouldn't mind chatting to anybody that listens to the podcast. Um, Same. Or anybody for that matter. <laughs> um, so go to facebook.com forward slash guys on film. You can send us a direct message there. Tell us something about what you'd like to see in another podcast. Get excited. Make some comments on things. Um, 
you can email us at guysonfilmpodcast at gmail.com we're on Twitter and Instagram at UF Podcast. I'm at Ultra Magic on both of those things, and Ollie can pimp his own shit. Yeah. No. All right. So, any final words from Sweden? Um, just taxi Mickey and hey da. Let's thank you and goodbye. I mean, I couldn't hear any of that for a minute. No, it was really badly. Let's just all right. Um, Let's well, see if it's great. <laughs> Brilliant, nice one. Hey, what this guy? He's back <laughs> just in time for the end of the show. I've used up all my all my final energy on that last laugh. <laughs> a, last. a new a new energy bar appeared called Second Wind Bar. <laughs> just end on a high. Right, Second Wind Power Up initiated. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. See you later. <laughs>